Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm Brian, and now you're listening to CodeFcast. What's up, everyone? In this episode, we're having another guest from Singapore. His name is Sujono. He works at Datena in Singapore, so he wants to share his story to become a developer. Let's hear out. It's time to dev stories business. So, hi Sujono. How are you doing? Uh, fine, thank you. And you? Fine. Thank you. Maybe first you can tell about yourself. Okay, cool. So, my name is Sujono. I'm working as senior for an engineer in Singapore right now at Datina. Mm-hmm. So it's a AI or you can call it a data security company. Okay. And then I already work here since April 2019. So already, uh, it's just six months from uh, it's just six months before now. And I already work as a front end for more than three years. So I start work in Jakarta uh, oh. at GDP Labs after uh-huh. I graduate. It's around two years. And in 2017, I moved to another startup uh, named Sendit as a senior front engineer too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in 2019, I got a chance to move to KL uh, to work as uh, one of the private bank named Hong Leong. And then in 2019, I got a chance again to work uh, in Singapore <laughs> at Datina. And then, yeah, why I chose frontend because um, I like the user interface, and then okay. I also like to create like a good user experience for the users and designing about the good product for users too. And then also, I'm aside from the job, I also still contribute. Even though right now I, I'm not con- actively contribute, I still contribute to a local community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Mm-hmm create an article too about the software development in general. Um, in 2017, I joined the Facebook Developer Circle Jakarta as a volunteer mm-hmm. here. So I'm one of the first volunteer in there. And then, um, yeah, my day, my monthly task is to arrange the meetup and then also um, give the talk, give the training. And then after that, I got elected to go to San Francisco for the uh, Facebook Developer F8 conference. Mm-hmm. It was a nice uh, moment. I learned a lot from there uh, and also go to Hackathon, but yeah, we didn't win because there's a lot of uh, bad participants in there. But it was a nice experience. And okay. yeah, I think uh, for now, um, even though I didn't contribute in the Jakarta community, but I still uh-huh. like, attend a meetup in Singapore especially for no. the front-end or react. So mm-hmm. now I'm looking forward to see what's happened next year. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's see for 2020. <laughs> okay. okay, so first of all, I want to say thank you so much for your time yeah. Uh, yeah. to have this conversation. So glad yeah. you can make it. Okay, thanks again. Yeah, no problem. Thank you too for, your, for the invitation. So what is giving you busy these days? Um, actually, I just uh, busy with my job right now. Mm-hmm. But aside from my job, I also still learn from the article, um, take the online course, and also sometimes if it's if the time, uh, I mean the time, uh, give me. I mean if the office give me like a free time to attend the meetup, and I will join. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean like okay. uh, I'm not like an active contributor in here <laughs> because I'm still adept okay. to the. Uh, still adapt to the new environment and the 
uh, new offices. Uh-huh. But I think yeah, maybe uh, I will try to like active again in next year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So tell me your journey. How do you become a super developer? Um, it's a long story, <laughs> but in short, uh, when I uh-huh. when I graduate from senior high school, right? As you know, uh, there is okay. uh, I'm young, dumb, and stupid back then. So <laughs> I try to choose the mathematics for my major. So actually, I'm not a bachelor uh-huh. of the computer science. I'm a bachelor of mathematics. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reason why I want to choose mathematics is yeah. The reason why I want to choose mathematics is because um, I like the I like the subject and also I mm. want to okay. try to be mathematician hopefully. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was not a pure mathematics. So it was uh, mixed between the mathematics and uh, CS. But it's uh, something like seventy or eighty uh, percent of the course uh, based on the mathematics. But mm-hmm. after I. Uh, Enter the uni for uh, more than two years. Uh, I decided to become a software engineer. So the reason is because uh-huh. after I, I enter the uni, uh, learn in the uni also. I I take in the binus. I think you know binus. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned about the course and the subject. And I think that it was not a good career path if I choose mathematics for my for my job. Because it, if 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 yeah, I mean if you just uh, use mathematics in your job, then you can only do the research or be a lecturer, mm-hmm. or maybe you can also go to the bank uh, to become like an actuary. But uh, that was not my passion, um, mm-hmm. and I tried to become a software engineer, but I didn't have like a preference for what kind of software engineer I'll be. So after like, after more than two years, I decided to try and apply as a lab assistant in my uni in Binus. And I got okay. uh, accepted. Uh, do the assistant. I mean, I taught the programming course for more than two years, and also the research. So after I graduate, like um, I decided to become like a, become a software engineer. Even though like my uh, score is quite good in uni, but I didn't want to become like a mathematician. And yeah, and the reason why why I become a front engineer right now because uh, at in the first time of my job. I'm kind of bored with the backend world. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, maybe because it's only like something that you can only see through Postman. See, okay, see, yeah. You know? The data, uh, okay. Even though I know that it's it's very complex and it's very challenging, but I decided to become like uh, more in the UI. So I, at uh, the first time in my job, uh, my manager told me which kind of role that you want to uh, apply, and I I try. I want to apply as a front end, but I didn't choose which kind of front end, either mobile or web. I, I said that whatever it is, at least as long as it is soft front end. Yeah. Okay, so what is your first project that you create when you made with your first journey as a developer? Uh, I still remember the first project that I created with my friend in my uni. Uh, it's a simple mm-hmm. attendance system with PHP and oh, uh, okay. JavaScript. So. Uh-huh. It's very old, like uh, it was even, I mean, I think it was even jQuery 2.0 is not released yet. So it's <laughs> still jQuery 1.4, uh, we are yeah, using yeah. Yeah. I mean, back then we it's still great. use like the dollar sign in every uh, line of the code. And yeah. um, I also didn't know about the responsive design yet, but we just used the um, table. Okay. But it's quite fun uh, since that is the first time I touched the database like uh, MySQL and then do the session and cookies uh, management. Yeah, it's quite fun. So how you turn to uh, front end? Previous, you were on back end side? 
Yeah, so I, maybe I will, I will, I will talk to you about the experience. So in my uh-huh. uni, um, in my experience more to the backend stuff. So I do the PHP and then the .NET. Uh, previously it was ASP.NET. So create a service and then consume the service through the uh, JavaScript client. Uh, okay. And I I did that for more than two years. Even though when I did that, I still in the college. Mm-hmm. So after I graduate, I think I want to try uh, something else, not the not the backend stuff anymore. So. Uh-huh. That's why when I applied my first company, GDP Labs, uh, um, they asked me a question like, which uh, role that you want to take, the backend or the front-end engineer? And I said I want to take the front-end engineer. And they give me the first project in the insurance company. Um, and I do the front-end part using Angular 1.4 back then. It was pretty old uh, because React, React is not even released yet. Even though it's already released, like it's still like zero point something. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I used the Angular JS 1.4, and at that time I decided to become more uh, proficient in uh, front end. And I think the reason is uh, quite descriptive. I mean, like it's quite obvious because in the software engineering part, if you want to be like uh, more success, then you have to get like uh, one skills that you are very expertise on, and then for yeah, the other, uh, you can yeah. you can just like learn or like uh, get knowledge from yeah, the meetup or from the yeah from other people. So you should have like a one you should have like one TCF in your skill, which is one yeah. uh, skill that you, okay. you, you already rely on. That is my story. How I become a front end. So, uh, what is your favorite language? Um, since I touch JavaScript a lot in my <laughs> in my daily job, so I will. I mean, I will always choose TypeScript, not JavaScript. I will always choose TypeScript for my uh, favorite programming language. Um, um, why I didn't? I mean, the reason why I didn't choose JavaScript, I think, is pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> because you know okay. that there is a lot of weird. Uh, there's a lot of weird things in JavaScript. Yeah, so I okay. Uh, I think I prefer TypeScript though, since uh, it's quiet, um, versatile, and readable yeah. in the same time, and also mm. protect the developer to, I mean, give the developer more uh, confident feeling, since they yeah. will use the strict programming language for the first for in for the first time. Mm. Yeah. But I, I didn't say that. I mean, I didn't say that. Uh, I only uh, choose TypeScript for my favorite, most favorite. Uh, nowadays, I also learn Python in my uh, office because oh, yeah. uh, in the office, okay. Python. yeah, Python in the backend using uh, Flask. So, but I, I didn't oh, say okay. that I'm very, I'm very proficient in Python. But I just like learn and try to do a simple surface or bug fixing or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, okay. because. Yeah, because I still open to the new programming language though, and mm. uh, yeah, I think it's just a matter of whether you want to um, learn it or not. The only, the most important is just the design pattern and then the um, the concept of the software engineering that you have software to. Software engineering. That's the first time. Yeah. Okay. What else? Yeah, I think Python is not common in Indonesia, so <laughs> but I think in <laughs> Singapore, yeah. It's, yeah. In Singapore, it's quite common since uh, most of the university in here, uh, they will taught you Python in the first or uh, second semester. So the official oh. programming language in here, 
is considered Python, not Java, not C or mm-hmm. C++. I mean, that's why that's why most of the backend engineering uh, use Python in their daily job. So, what is your moment that you really proud as a developer or a programmer in your life? Okay, I think it was I think it was when I uh, went to US before. So, ah, okay. I didn't. I mean, like. I didn't imagine that I will go to US and attend the conference. I mean, I I don't have, I didn't have kind of that kind of dream even in the uni level. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, like um, yeah, I know that I didn't walk there. <laughs> I just received company <laughs> and then like attend the conference. Yeah, but I think uh, it was like a good experience, especially for myself. Um, yeah, okay. since yeah, since it's pretty rare for, especially for Indonesians to uh, attend the conference in in US. Uh, okay. In actually, in my first company, uh, in my first company, they also provide you to go to the conference. But yeah, I mean, oh. there is a drawback for that that you have to like uh, get a contract or <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it was not free <laughs> in contract. Yeah, uh, in contract, it was not free in implicit way. Uh, but I think it when I mean, it was a memorable experience to go to like uh-huh. uh, to went to like a country that uh, I would say that uh, most of the software engineer wants to work in, even though yeah. I, I know that uh-huh. the work life balance. Yeah, but I think it was a pretty 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 and nice experience. I mean, it was a nice experience after all. Yeah. How did you get it to you say? Actually, it's not totally hard. Um, uh-huh. The first thing is uh, you have to active in your local community first. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you want to go to the conference, uh, I would say uh, you can go to Google Developer Group or Facebook Developer Circle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, when there is a volunteer, like when there's a volunteer event for, oh, not a volunteer event, when there is a um, event for hiring the volunteer, so you can uh-huh. try to apply as a volunteer in there and then try to be active and then. Um, and get more people, and maybe like one or two years, you will get uh, fruit, and you will get your um, benefit after that. Like, for example, if you are elected to become like a leader in the Facebook uh-huh. developer circle, then you can go to US to, to attend the conference. But remember that when you agree to the, uh, when you agree to contribute to the local community, uh-huh. then uh, it's better if you have your commitment in there. Because... I think the problem in Indonesia is um, there is not enough uh, community of the software engineer. Um, yeah, I agree, agree. And also, as far as I know, um, we also still lack of coding bootcamp in Indonesia. Then uh, there is not enough place for people to learn programming. So that is the job of the uh, software engineering community in there. So you can go to, uh, may, uh, it, you may say that you can go to the, you can go to conference, learn anything yeah, there and then agree. after you go back then you can you have to apply everything you already learned in there. Yeah, I really agree with you. I would say that nowadays the situation is getting better since yeah. uh, we have uh, more unicorn and more company that has bigger valuation too but in terms of the software engineer resource we are still lack of it. Even Singapore still still lack of software engineer resource for information. <laughs> So, okay. yeah, I mean, like, the community is, is one of the solutions that uh-huh. uh, can solve this problem. Yeah, I agree. So, what are your tips for being happy and 
productive programmer? Um, I would say uh, first be proactive in anything. So it means uh, if you are a software engineer, try to um, first try to attend meetup if you haven't tried. And then uh-huh. second, uh, if you never exercise or never do the workout, do the workout. <laughs> because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was also my bad when I did the coding like two or three years yeah. ago. And yeah. then I didn't, I never exercise. And then like, oh, them yeah. or them, I, I feel like my body get weaker. Like I get sick like every one or yeah. two months. So yeah, I think the, the exercise is pretty important. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, so first is like be proactive in anything. And then uh, after proactive, uh, then you also have to greedy for the for the knowledge. So it means even if your junior is better than you, don't feel the same if you have to learn from them. So maybe yeah, uh, for your information, uh, I have two interns in here um, and they uh-huh. are quite good. Um, one of them now take the master degree in Singapore and he's very um, good. I would okay. say that I would say that he's considered as a senior in Indonesia if I if I uh, might say if I mean if he apply in Indonesia and he's I mean his knowledge is was also quite good and I learned from him too like I learned how to uh, improve the performance create the best practice uh, and so on. so okay yeah yeah my role is my role right now uh, is more to management even though I still could but mm-hmm. like I said before don't feel the same to learn from your junior if you don't know about it so that's my first opinion yeah I think oh, that's all so first be, be proactive and then second maybe you can say be humble be humble okay yeah so what is the most challenging work with other people I mean like from another country another culture the most challenging um i would say uh for the most challenging this is the most challenging company i have ever worked with <laughs> yeah. um and maybe i will give you the uh reason why so actually in indonesia um i mean in indonesia i'm quite happy about the life and the I mean about the workplace uh, why because Indonesia uh, you have to develop as fast as possible but without sacrifice the quality so that's the most challenging um, part in Indonesia but after I come to Singapore I would say that Indonesia may be more hectic because there's a especially in Jakarta there is a jam and then like uh, there is like an uncertain condition but in Singapore um, even though I would say uh, the population is not so big like only 5 million but the challenge mm-hmm. is quite diverse i would say it's challenging why because um most of the product in here uh i think doesn't exist in indonesia so like say uh, for example in my company uh because we are a data security company and the product is quite unique so i don't think it will be i mean i don't think it will be implemented in the implemented in indonesia soon so the product is quite unique so it'll give you like the diverse the unique and the diverse challenge mm-hmm. and even though the the pace is not as fast in indonesia but uh you have to maximize your potential in here. And the reason is because uh, we cannot hire the people easily in here. So um, yeah, we cannot hire the people easily. And the reason is because uh, the population is not so many compared to Indonesia. Yeah. And then, okay. um, yeah, and then uh, we also compete to other uh, company like Gojek and Grab. You know that Gojek is in Indonesia right now. We also yeah, compete with other companies like Gojek and Grab and then Shopee and other big company to hire the talent. And, uh, in Singapore, the talent is usually independent. So even for the intern, they are quite good at the first time. So uh, yeah, you have okay. to maximize your potential in here. Whatever you have and whatever you can and you can do it. And you have to do it uh, with your heart and in 100% condition. <laughs> and then 
maybe let's say that uh you want to go back to your country like i want to go back to indonesia for sure um <laughs> yeah i will i will try okay. to like i will try to learn everything from here and then like um grab everything that i can hold within this years i work and uh, yeah okay okay so this is the last question okay. what are your hopes and your dream for the next um my dream first i think i want to take master degree <laughs> Yeah. 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 First, I think I want to take master degree, and the reason is because after I after I arrive in Singapore, uh, I mean it doesn't mean I will take uh-huh. master degree in Singapore, but I mean yeah, maybe in Singapore, maybe in some other country, but um, the reason is because like I want to get the knowledge that maybe I cannot get in Indonesia, and then uh-huh. uh, for the next year after ma maybe uh-huh. like after master degree or I think I will not do the master degree next year, but I mean like uh save like save the money first for the master degree. But um, <laughs> for next year, um, I will see like the situation and then like the um, the environment in the company. The company is doing good right now, so I mm. yeah, if it's like if everything is good and then the company grows, then I will uh, I will uh, work here until the company can grow bigger. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, I still yeah, I'm still you can consider I'm still hungry. <laughs> so <laughs> so I mean like if there is like a possibility, uh, if Is it like the possibility if I can go to uh, another country like uh, maybe US or um, a European country? Then I will consider about it. Even though um, now I think I will make. I mean, I will take more managerial role. I mean, not uh-huh. totally managerial, but you can consider it as an engineering manager or something like that. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that is for the five or ten years ago. <laughs> uh, I mean, like. Yeah, this was that five ten years ago. But okay. one thing for sure that after thirty five, uh, I will go back to Indonesia to um to implement everything that I know in here. Because in the end, yeah, in the end you cannot um leave your own country. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think it, it. I mean, like, I mean, like, if your goal is to get the experience, um, get the knowledge, then you can go far, far away from your country. But If you yeah, want to like right. stay and then retire or like uh, implement something that you, you you already know that it's a best chance to go back to your country with that experience. Yeah, that is my hope and my dream. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, master uh, degree and then maybe like if I have like a better chance, then go to other country that I can I will do it. And then after like I get like enough uh, experience knowledge, then. Uh-huh. 35 I will go back to my country to do something for uh, Indonesia then. Okay, time flies. So, thank you so much for this conversation. Yeah. I'm really glad you can make it. Give a plus. Yeah. Okay, see you. Okay, see you. Have a nice weekend, Raihan. Oh, sorry, it's still okay, Thursday. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> thank you. See you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, thanks again, Sujono. So glad you can make it. Good luck for your career. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode. I'm Raihan. Have a good day. Hope you're doing well. Stay healthy. And salam. Bye-bye. Peace.